Ladies and gentlemen, holy shit, The Burning Sage, episode two. We did it. We made it. It's another week. We're still alive. We're still breathing. Everything is brand new for the week. Monday, uh, March 12th, 2018. Um, all right. What a good week. What a good week here for the Burning Sage. Um, shit, man. Honestly, the fucking support's been overwhelming. I love all of you. Everybody on SoundCloud, on Instagram, everywhere else, just fucking showing nothing but love, and I really appreciate it. We got 50 views on the first episode of the Burning Sage, and I did very, very little uh, promotion or promoting of the podcast. I'll do more as it as it comes. I'm just kind of building a library before I go really hard on the advertisements. Um, also, too, I got to make sure that I'm staying committed to this every week. You know, I don't want to advertise it and put so much uh, pressure on myself. Just here in the beginning, you know, we're still working on things. So if there's any, if for, for, for whatever reason this stops um, suddenly um, or something gets affected by it, you know, I want to be ready for that. So before we start getting too heavy on me advertising the shows and whatnot, we're just going to be chilling um, on Instagram and uh, SoundCloud. So. But yeah, dude, 50 views on the first episode. Uh, fuck me, it's only been a week. That's amazing. Um, that may not sound like a lot to to people who haven't put up content, but anybody knows it when they put up content, and especially when you don't do a lot of advertisements for it, it's really hard to get uh, views. Um, so 50 for a podcast on SoundCloud that I made myself in my shitty um, little setup I got going on. I mean, it's not as shitty as can be. It's definitely pretty good but you know it's not in a studio i'm doing this out of my home um out of my own time and whatnot doing it all myself as far as the audio and all that all that kind of stuff and the editing and whatnot so i just appreciate it man a lot of love a lot of love man got my boy colin uh telling me that i you know made his week last week or made his day and he's he's getting something out positive out of the podcast and my boy kyle saying a similar thing and you know, Zoe's into it too. Everybody's just been so supportive. Got over 200 followers on uh, the Burning Sage Instagram. That's the the underscore burning underscore sage on Instagram. Uh, over 200 support, supporters in the first week. Uh, 200 followers, over 200 followers. It's fucking amazing, man. You guys are awesome. You're really, really uh, stoking me out and making me feel like I belong doing this. I've always felt that way, so it's nice to get reassurance from, I guess, the public. Because let's face it, you know, you never really see yourself, you see yourself through the eyes of others, and so it's nice to know that uh, I, uh, that you guys like it, that you guys dig this. So anyways, um, alright, well, let's get into the, the morning uh, intro ramble with uh, me telling you about Neverboard Magazine. Um, it's the magazine that you can find the written version of the Burning Sage articles, um, it, you can find us at, at NeverboardMag on Instagram, and the email is NeverboardMag at gmail.com. Uh, come support us. We're trying to be a figure here in Monterey. Uh, it seems like we're going in that direction. People seem to be enjoying the magazine. We have artists, local artists. We have uh, local artists doing all kinds of, of things, photography, uh, you know, anything from photography to my article to other interviews to... 
um, events and just just a really rad magazine that um, me and some friends are are doing. Uh, I basically just write the articles for you know the Burning Sage version, and everybody else does everything else. So, um, but yeah, so go check those guys out. Never bored. Love you guys. Um, thanks for the support. Uh, we will support each other. The whole idea of Never Bored and the Burning Sage and everything that we're trying to do is, you know, we live in Monterey County. There's a lot of fucking awesome people here. There's a lot of artists that are out here doing creative things music-wise or, you know, painting-wise or whatever it is. And we're trying to come up. We're trying to make everyone come up, you know. We're trying to get us all together and get it going, you know, because nobody's nobody's really coming to Monterey uh, looking for stars. You know, everyone's focused on the big cities and whatnot. But there's a lot of people here um, that deserve some recognition, uh, and if you feel like you're one of those people, holla at us. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up on Neverboard or hit me up on my Instagram, uh, the burn, the burning sage with underscores in between the words, you know, the underscore burning underscore sage. I just hate saying it like that, but that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Hit us up, man. If you feel like you, uh, can't get your voice heard. Cause we're all about that. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to make something. So young creative people like us have an outlet. Cause you know, there ain't none out here. I mean, it's very, it's very little, I guess, you know. And uh, also, we got a new sponsor this week. Um, this sponsor is Film It Yourself, uh, also known as FIY. And I wrote a little ad for it, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever tried to film yourself with your cell phone but just couldn't get the angle? Well, with the rise of self-filmers and all kinds of people taking selfies or streaming on the internet, whatever it may be, I have found the missing link to your greatness. Introducing the Film It Yourself, or FIY for short, made by a good friend of mine, Dale Haymaker. Each one of these FIY bad boys are handmade and sold by Dale himself. I encourage all of you listeners to the Burning Sage podcast to go check out Film It Yourself on Instagram at film underscore it underscore yourself and see the radness for your own eyes because it is fucking sick. Dale's a good guy. Go support it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Burning Sage episode 2, March 12th, 2018. Here we go. Goddamn, little rage against the machine, the machine, rage against the machine, rage against the machine, fucking one of my all-time favorite bands, uh, goddamn, great, uh, also, you know, if you didn't notice, it's a different intro song, yeah, I'm gonna do that, like, every week, I might stick to one eventually, but I'm just trying new things, you know what I'm saying, so, uh, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're not playing Sabbath. Uh, anyways, episode two, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! All right, man. I feel fucking great. Um, it's a Monday, so you know I definitely feel like it's a Monday. But uh, I gotta say, for Mondays, this ain't too bad. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, this podcast, uh, whether or not you listen to it on Monday, hits you on the day that you need it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, anyways, without further ado, episode two, I'm going to be reading an article that I wrote in volume one of Neverboard magazine. All right. And this article is entitled The Benefits of Killing Yourself. Not killing yourself like suicide but killing your pause self here is the article when you hear someone ask who are you what do you think that question means i guess it depends right depends on several things most importantly on the intent of the person asking the question that question to define oneself always feels a bit strange and yet a very very curious subject for conversation In fact, most people hate asking me that question because it usually evokes a plethora of mouth noises that end up going in directions no one expects and possibly have not wanted to go. I've just found it very hard to define myself without using sayings like where I might go to school or work because for some reason that kind of answer makes me cringe. I end up in sort of a deep space of metaphors and quantum theories of consciousness. It's quite possible this stems from my interest in Asian cultures and especially Bruce Lee and Buddhism. Both teach that there are many forms of what we call self. Now, I am not going to try and define what that truly means, even though I encourage the reader to do their own research on the subject. I am going to try and talk to you about the benefits of killing yourself. Now, let's go back to the question, who are you? The reason I think the question is so curious to me is because it usually means, what do you do? Which could be a clue inside to how to understand the question, as well as a step toward finding the answer. In this country, and many others, people are being told that their belongings, material items, and financial accomplishments are what defines them. But is that really an acceptable answer? I mean, all of those things can be acquired by complete assholes, and yet some of the nicest people I have met who give more than they take have been all types of people. Fortunately, I have noticed this dilemma early on in my own life. You see, I had major surgery on both my legs when I was five, and the thing I remember the most was the pain. But with that same pain came my greatest gift I can only recently look back and credit to those times of struggle. That gift was the ability to separate my body from my mind. In other words, I realized myself was not just the meat and bones of my human body, but also was something else entirely. Call it a soul, a spirit, a consciousness. All of us have heard these words before, and to me, these and others are all terms that mean the self I am talking about. Now, having dove down some rabbit holes of various studies on what all that actually means, it gets very complicated. One example and sort of a point of interest for this discussion is the idea of the ego as sort of a self created by yourself. I have spent many a night trying to understand what an ego is. When I asked my phone its definition, she says a person's sense of self-esteem and self-importance. Supposedly, it is a sort of your personality, your unique voice, your ego is sort of yourself. Now, I know what you're thinking. So well, then why would I benefit from killing that? Well, because you are you and yet you are not. If you acknowledge you have a soul, spirit, consciousness, ego, whatever you want to call it, then you also acknowledge that it does not 100% belong to your physical body. However, this is a physical realm 
And therefore, the key, I think, and the reason for this article is to encourage the reader and myself, frankly, to always try and find a balance, a sort of fair coexistence with your body and mind. Now, I know this is not a new idea, and is actually one of the things people of all kinds hear about from either religious figures or psychiatrists, all of which speak of the benefits of finding a balance in your life. I will not get preachy with you about religion or any of that stuff. I just want to share my experience and why I find it necessary to seek out balance and my method of doing so. You see, for me, having lack of physical capabilities at an early age, it forced me to separate my mind from my body and I then began to strengthen my mind more than my body. Over time, this caused many issues. I did, however, find physical outlets and began strengthening my body as well, but more often than not, I would be in my own head and attempt to strengthen my inner self. It wasn't until I got older and I developed a self I was no longer proud of. I knew something was wrong. You see, because I had indulged into strengthening my mind earlier than most kids, it became harder and harder to relate and damn near impossible to conversate with my peers. It left me feeling very lonely and to fit in I developed sort of a dumbed down persona and began to do certain things my inner self wouldn't have done. This is to me a huge issue with people in our societies. Everyone is so scared to be alone that they will change themselves right down to the way they walk and talk to fit in with a group they think is best for them. Not realizing that by forcing your way into something, especially if you have to change yourself to do so, contradicts positive outcomes. How can people like you if you're not even you? The best, the best way that I have found in my 26 years on planet Earth is to take each day as a beginning and an end. Meaning the, meaning the beginning of a day is the birth of you and at the end of the day, your death. By attempting to live with this mindset, it is surprisingly very freeing. You see, a lot of us get trapped in a version of themselves that is created by their past experiences. Whether that is good or bad for the, each individual, it stunts growth. You can go forward by always looking back, but then you are blind to what is ahead of you, and you will end up in places asking yourself, how did I get there? By letting your past die with the day, you are then free to create new. Doing this also eliminates the petty opinions and mistakes made in your youth. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to salsa dance, but you remember talking shit about salsa dancing to your friends back in high school, and you are afraid of being embarrassed and being called a hypocrite so you never get to salsa dance. This is truly ridiculous, but happens more often than not. Too much of our lives are being controlled by these personas or egos we have developed for whatever reason at a young age and not having the courage to accept the necessary changes that are needed to be made at different points of our lives. I know the fear of being ridiculed called a hypocrite and all the above however if you are around the people that judge you for trying new things or changing aspects of yourself then maybe it's time to change them as well grow up move on every once in a while take some time to dissect your ego and figure out pros and cons of yourself think of it as sort of a cleaning or reorganizing of your mind and body find the courage to let yesterday's you die and the courage to start new every day for now, I leave you with a little haiku I wrote on December 8th, 2015. Until next time, remember to keep your eyes and ears open and don't be afraid to question everything. And the haiku reads as follows. The day after you die, everything changes. Life moves on with a fresh set of pages. But lose your place and you'll have to start over. You can't learn a thing if you keep skipping over. Understand your pain and embrace your struggle for the day you die so will your trouble.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes uh, Volume 1, Never Bored Magazine, um, Burning Sage article in that titled The Benefits of Killing Yourself. I had a lot of fun writing that. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm pretty proud of what I said. I, reading it now, having it been a month ago, uh, I definitely would have added a few more things. Um, what I was trying to say about the balance between your physical self and your your inner self, I'm trying to say that you need to work on both. You know, I forgot to put that in there. I forgot to put that. I want myself and everyone else who understands that and tries to do similar things and reach that sort of balance you have to understand that you have to or something that i should understand more i guess we'll just talk about myself is uh i need to work on both you know for like i said for a while I, when i was young i i fell in love with my inner self and and i was like okay well that's cool i can focus on this because you know my physical um shit just ain't working right so you know what like i'll just give more attention to this but what i found was the more attention i gave to my mental self the less i was uh, able to communicate with my physical self you know as i got older i learned that like when with skateboarding and and these physical activities i got into you know it taught me that i need both man i need both like if if my like for instance every day now i'm 27 years old I've learned that I have to sweat every day. Every single day I have to break a sweat, get my heart rate up, uh, do something that raises my heart rate and pushes my body in some form physically. If I do not do so, my mind is a mess. I'm just all over the place. I'm fucking, you know, I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm not mental hospital type mess, but I'm definitely just more aggravated throughout my day. I'm more impatient with things. Like I found that when physical, when I do physical activities, something that makes me sweat during the day, I am a much better person for it. Uh, you know, everything's just a little bit easier to. I guess the volume of my problems gets turned down a bit, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So if there's anything I need to add to that article, is Please work on your physical self uh, with your inner self, meaning you just, you know, you don't have to work out and be a fucking, you know, buff dude or whatever. Like all that shit's, you know, to each his own. Uh, but I'm just saying that I've, I've found real benefits in killing myself uh, physically in order to help kill myself mentally. You know what I mean? And killing myself as in, you know, just dissecting my ego understanding myself you know really spreading it out on the playing field and just you know learning about who you are physically and mentally i think that's very fucking important i think that's something that should be taught in schools but isn't and i think there's a reason for that i'm a big conspiracy guy i won't get into that here but you know uh it just educate yourself you know and and keep yourself moving keep your body moving you know just be a warrior in this game right now we're in a physical w world you know i know everybody's preaching about peace and, and and all that stuff but there's a lot of problems that um, need to be fixed and it's not really the kind of problems that you fix with peace you know like peace will come it will come and you can find it too without your day you know or throughout your day you can find peace in, in many ways you know meditating whatever but i'm saying like worldwide peace a collective peace will come um 
but you also have to understand that this is a physical world. There's always going to be killings. There's always going to be deaths and, and the dark side of things, you know? I mean, just look at the animal world, you know? The animal kingdom is just, is one of the most brutal fucking places ever, you know? Have you ever seen, like, a lion hunt a fucking antelope, man? <laughs> They're vicious, and they go straight for the throat, straight for the kill, you know? And it's fucking, you know, it's a reminder showing you that, yeah, life is beautiful, and these creatures are beautiful, Everything is beautiful in this world. However, it has a dark side and a light, man. It's I mean, it's represented in in literally everything if you think about it. I mean, fucking our sun comes and gives us the daylight and and then it then it goes away and then nighttime comes and the moon's either there to light it up or not, but it gets dark, you know? It's every day we're taught about the the balance between light and dark, you know? It's the universe's way of trying to show us that that's the key to this life, the key to this physical realm is finding that balance and understanding it. I'm not saying that I have it all understood. I just want to share that uh, I have found that it's important to think about the subject, you know, and I encourage you to do more research on the subject and figure it out for yourself. You know what I mean? So anyways, that's enough about uh, my positive mumbo jumbo <laughs> for this week. Uh, the Burning Sage, episode two, the benefits of killing yourself. Um Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got something from it. Uh, hopefully you take some positive uh, stuff from it. But uh, anyway, it's time for Song of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. And this week's song is sort of an, uh, sort of appropriate for our subject matter of this episode. Uh, pay attention to the lyrics. Uh, one of my all-time favorite reggae artists, Dennis Brown. If you do not know, now you do, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis Brown, sitting and watching. Yeah. 
be singing that tune i'll be singing that tune all week man oh that's just the catchy little good shit man oh yeah so uh dennis brown ladies and gentlemen if you do not know check him out i love his blend of like i love reggae that has people who really sing you know like classical singers or like not classical singers but just like r&b singers i guess um, singing over reggae, it's fucking awesome, man. I love all types of reggae, but that's that's one of my favorite types. Um, Dennis Brown sitting and watching. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that means that was just song of the week. So that means that it's time for uh, a little movie talk. Movie talk with Sage. And I haven't decided to what to call this uh, little segment, but um. Yeah, anyways, last night, or not last night, two nights ago, sat down with uh, my lady, wonderful and beautiful Denise, uh, and we watched one of my all-time favorite movies that I recently found in a bargain bin for $5 on Blu-ray um, called Little Miss Sunshine. Now, people, if you have not seen Little Miss Sunshine, um, just a brief explanation of what it is. It is an independent film, so it's a little quirky. It's a little bit of dark humor, uh, but if you like independent films, indie films, or, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of those types of stories, then you'll be into this one. Um, I saw it with my father when I was, it was actually the first movie that I had seen outside of the regular theater, because uh, for a lot of independent films, they'll come to theater, but they come to theaters that play independent movies. Uh, usually independent theaters will do that and the one in our town monterey california is uh ozio cinemas um and it was the first film i had seen there my i my dad got let me pick um it's a rated r movie and i remember being underage at the time and uh but my dad was pretty cool about that stuff especially if it you know little miss sunshine it doesn't really look like a movie with a bunch of sex and drugs you know what i mean and it's not it's really just for language and shit like that just some adult um content there but yeah mainly just for language and whatnot but anyways went and saw it with my pops and uh came out of it a new fucking man honestly it was it showed me a different side of cinema that i did not know existed you know i um had just never i never knew that there could be so much emotion and depth and just like just so much content about real life, you know, like just, you know, I'm used to movies like Batman and fucking, you know, just like 
A-list stars and just, you know, Mission Impossible 78 or whatever, you know, like I was so used to just all that and I was I was not aware of the indie culture and this movie was my first introduction to that culture. And it was it's a beautiful one. Uh ladies and gentlemen, Little Miss Sunshine starring Paul Dano, Steve Carell, uh Greg Kinnear, uh Tony Collette, Abigail Abigail uh, Breslin, I think is how you say her name. She's the girl from Signs. She's a little girl from Signs. If you ever seen Signs by M Night Shyamalan, and uh, Alan Arkin, directed by. You should have that written down, but I don't. So I got to look forward on the back of this fucking movie thing. Okay, fine. Directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. So it looks like a little collab. Um, yeah, man, it's about this family. Uh, pretty dysfunctional family. The grandpa is a heroin addict. Um, Steve Carell plays a gay, uh, a gay dude that tried to commit suicide, uh, and his sister, um, the mother of the family, goes to pick him up. And uh, when you commit suicide, or when you try to commit suicide, you are put on like a twenty-four hour watch, like by a family member or a loved one or whatever. So his sister, Steve Carell's sister picks him up and uh he gets introduced to this dysfunctional family um pretty much a traditional american family the the father's like a motivational speaker he's trying to get his like motivational uh i guess dvds like sold and shit like that and it's just got some real awesome topics um awesome family topics some hard things uh some hard topics meaning like it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable but that's that's the shit i love you know i love feeling uncomfortable i love feeling um, I love being pushed. I love feeling, you know, just being emotional and just like when people talk about real shit, cause that's where the real knowledge comes from. You know, that's a lot of the things that I've learned in my life. In fact, I've, I would have to say most of them come from movies or stories or songs or things that, that, that share real, uh, moments in life, you know, real sort of topics and subjects and they cover them so beautifully. And, you know, people who make films are just, you know, masters at, at telling stories and, I really appreciate the good ones, you know, and a lot of indie movies will have some awesome fucking, you know, really emotional, um, great stories, you know, and this one's really well done. It's fucking hilarious, too. It's not all uh, tears. It's it's hilarious. It's got Steve Carell. I mean, it's going to be funny. And actually, he plays a pretty serious character. It's a very different side of Steve Carell if you're a fan of him. I'm a huge Office fan. So uh, Michael Scott is in this movie to all my Office heads. Um, all right, cool. Well, fucking A, man. Episode two, about to wrap up. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it's Monday. I will be here every Monday. Um, uh, you know, I'm trying to get this out before, uh, later in the day. It is now noon, uh, 13 minutes after noon on this beautiful Monday. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It's going to be out Monday, sometime Monday. I would say before, you know, 2 p.m. I would say that would be a good mark for me um, but anyways available on SoundCloud at the burning sage on SoundCloud and uh, if you can find me on Instagram you can check out uh, the underscore burning underscore sage at Instagram uh, give me a follow on there and SoundCloud if you will if you can follow me on there that, that way you don't miss an episode you know what I mean you don't have to do too much it'll just notify you right there through your phone through the SoundCloud app or website whichever you use I appreciate the love. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with this. I did start a new show called Sage's Mixtape, and Volume 1 is officially out. Uh, I love the support. 
that I'm getting, and I love doing this one. It's a music show. It's sort of an old school radio show. It's like my take on an old school radio show where I, you know, pick eight songs, um, and it's you know, it's me talking in between about the songs and just what they mean to me and things like that and whatever the, that particular song will bring up. I talk about, um, but some good tunes on there, in my opinion, good tunes, and uh, you know, it's just a good time. I had a lot of fun doing it. I'm hearing good things. So go check it out. Sages Mixtape Volume 1. I will be releasing Volume 2 on Friday. I will be recording and releasing Volume 2 on Friday. Um, I might have a guest this week. So stay tuned. Get excited for that. But ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the Bernie Sage Episode 2. I am your host, Sage Ryan Cash. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, I will... You know, I won't let you down. Okay? I promise. Anyways, we're going to go out with a bang. The intro song was Rage Against the Machine, Know Your Enemy. You heard a little bit of it. You heard a little taste. Now I'm going to give you the whole cake. All right, guys. Take care. Peace be with you. May the force be with you. And all of the above. Jah love. I'm out.